I'm not 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
שלום, טובה וברכה, חיים חן וחסד שלום, טובה וברכה, חיים חן Sometimes when you sing the same note over and over again And you 
wonder when will this note change or will it ever end? Then you realize something you may not have realized before That when the chords are changing you're just not the same note anymore
אילן, אילן, קשה לומר שאני לא מקנא. פירותיך מתוקים, צילך נאה. אמת המים עוברת תחתיך. אילן, אילן, אתה הסמל לשלמות. כל דבר בך מושלם, הכל עם משמעות. רק תגלה לי מה הסוד שלך. ואתה אומר לי, תבקש על הבנים, ובדרך גם אתה תזכה שיהיו מתוקים כמותך, שיהיה צילם נאה. ויחסה גם אותך, אמת המים תעבור ותשקה גם אותך, גם את שלך. שהכל בחיים הגיע לנו מנתינה לאחרים מה שניתן ונעניק יהיה שלנו לעד אילן אילן מספר שבשביל שלמות צריך לתת הרבה אור וחמימות כי הטוב רק מחכה פה בצד שמה שיבוא יש לנו קו. השורשים שצימחנו, השעות הקטנות, לילות לבנים ואין ספור דאגות. כל מה שרצינו, בכינו, כל מה שהתפללנו, אמרנו, ביקשנו. עכשיו הם עומדים לידינו, מחזיקים וסומכים את ידינו. אתה אומר לי... שיהיה צילם נאה ויחסה גם אותך Thank <laughs> you. 
ייתן אדוני את אויבינו הקמים עלינו ניגפים לפניהם. הקדוש ברוך הוא ישמור ויציל את חיילינו מכל צרה וצוקה, מכל נגע ומחלה, וישלח ברכה והצלחה בכל מעשה ידיהם. ידבר שונאינו תחתיהם, ויעטרם בכתר ישועה ובעטרת ניצחון, ויקוים בהם הכתוב. J.M. in the A.M. Good morning. Welcome to a Wednesday, everybody. Prayer for the IDF. Natanel Hirschstick and the Maccabees. What an amazing selection. Eight Milchama done by Aaron Razel. Avrami with a song called Elon. I don't know Avrami's last name. That was It was sent, sent to us as Avrami. Elon, I'm assuming, released in honor of Tubishvat tonight. One Note Nigun done by Joey Newcomb. That's brand new. David Yifra, brand new with Kulanu Ke'echa. Tenli Koach, it's Yaakov Shweki, brand new. And, of course, Regesh. Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Wednesday as we uh, continue with our amazing programming here at JM and the AM and the Nachum Siegel Network for this 24th day of January, day number 14 in the month of Shvat. Tonight is Tu B'Shvat. <coughs> Tonight is Tu Bishvat. Tomorrow, Rabbi Benji Kramer is going to join me, and we will conduct the Tu Bishvat special here at JM in the AM. Knowing Rabbi Kramer, he has plenty of amazing material prepared for a Tu Bishvat morning. We're looking forward to it. And um, no matter where you are, and I know a lot of people have been schlepping us along with them to different places around the world, Panama, 49 states outside of this one in the United States. <laughs> Mexico. We had actually a, someone on the app for Mexico yesterday. Europe, Israel, of course, I hope. I hope some people actually decided to go to Israel for winter vacation. I hope. Um, so no matter where you are, thanks for taking us along. And tomorrow you get to hear the Tubishvat special between 6 and 9 a.m. Eastern time right here at JM in the a.m. Well, for those who predicted that uh, an Israeli onslaught or an Israeli offensive into Khan Yunus would be very effective, no coincidence as the IDF pushes into Khan Yunus, all of a sudden we're hearing more about a potential hostage deal, a potential ceasefire deal. And um, according to a report that came out five hours ago, Hamas 
is willing to discuss a release deal. And that, of course, indicates a change in its policy, having stressed previously that it would only release the remaining hostages in exchange for a permanent ceasefire. So all of a sudden, uh, Israel is making tremendous headway in Khan Yunus, one of the key, if not the key city in this entire operation. And now Hamas, it seems, is ready to go to the table and to start more broadly talking about a, a ceasefire deal, a hostage deal with Israel through whatever representatives they're going to be using in order to do that. So we'll see what happens. I I get that there is a tremendous amount of opposition to any type of deal. Um, I get it. But I just don't know if uh, Israel has a choice right now with the um, atmosphere the way it is in the Holy Land. It is so important for those hostages to get home. And I, I understand all the opposition to the deal, all the opposition to the way the hostage families are dealing with the situation. I get the whole thing. But I just don't know if uh, Israel can continue and get back on its feet completely uh, without the return of the hostages. We'll see what happens. Not for me to decide, obviously. I don't have that role, thank God. Who would want to have it? Such a difficult role to have. But we'll see what uh, what in fact happens as Israeli families of hostages and troops protest at the Gaza border, as more and more pressure is being put on the government, and as uh, and as uh, Hamas all of a sudden is into discussing a Gaza ceasefire and a hostage deal. Families in Israel are going through um, what none of us ever want to even think about. Families of over 20 soldiers uh, in the immediate aftermath of their of their murder by the enemy. Um, one can only imagine as funerals and shiva houses are uh, sprouting up all over Israel. One can only imagine what the families are going through. Somebody that we know... Uh, it was um, has a son that was injured in Gaza yesterday. Thank God he's doing well. Thank God he is uh, recovering after surgery. It was an RPG in the thigh, and uh, the enemy—that's how the enemy got him. But thank God he's alive and well, and is expected to make a full recovery. You could certainly daven for Yonatan Shraga Ben Sipora. Yonatan Shraga Ben Sipora. But it's getting crazy. I mean, it's been crazy for the last few months, but it is um, but it has been getting crazy, that's for sure. Um, one of our one of the people on the app says it's not all of a sudden there were Tehillim gatherings all over the world last night. Yeah. But I, I think that the I mean I, I think I used the expression all of a sudden in regard to Hamas, right? Didn't they Weren't they steadfast about not making a deal now and agreeing, um, its leadership agreeing that there was no necessity for a deal? And now all of a sudden, again, because of Israel's stronghold on Khan Yunis, it seems it's no coincidence that that's the reason that uh, Israel now, or I should say Hamas now, is all of a sudden ready to go back to the negotiating table. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Continue to pray for our soldiers. Continue to pray for our hostages. 
continue to pray for the Matzav as we start approaching four months since October the 7th. Um, early February is going to be four months since the start of this war. And uh, it is, although it's so hard for us on this side of the world to relate, uh, I could tell you that the stress and anxiety that our brothers and sisters are going through is um, is quite uh, potent. And those of us who have the ability and the capability of traveling to Israel, certainly try to get a trip on your calendar as soon as possible. Those of you who have friends and relatives in Israel, be in touch with them. And uh, continue to pray for our brothers and sisters. Certainly not an easy situation. Tubishvat is tomorrow here at JMN. We will be hosting a, a Tubishvat special. We'll be welcoming uh, Rabbi Benji Kramer on the air, and we will uh, try our best to connect to the Holy Land, as Jews throughout the centuries have done on Tubishvat Day, when it was so difficult to have ever even reached the land of Israel. So they did everything in their power through custom and prayer, everything in their power to stay as connected as possible. We'll try to do the same tomorrow right here between 6 and 9 a.m. Make sure to join us at JM in the a.m. Um, what do we have next? Oh, eighth day. Eighth day is brand new next at JM in the a.m.
It's so easy to return. Believe, brother, believe in the power of Teshuvah. Believe, brother, believe it's so easy to return. J.M. in the A.M. with uh, Mendy Warch. Song is called Shuva here at J.M. in the A.M. Before that, Yiddish Nachas with the Rikude Shabbos selection off of the Shabbos Nachas. Right? Shabbos Nachas, I think it's called. Yeah, Shabbos Nachas album. 
T.J. Farbrang with the Songs of Soldiers, volume number two. Uh, eighth day had We Want. We Want is right. We want Mashiach now. A lot of people talking about Mashiach these days as the trials and tribulations of the current situation continue. J.M. in the A.M., hour number one at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com and the NachumSiegel Network, and of course, the beloved NSN app. Those of you who have not yet supported our 40th anniversary campaign, I remind you, you can go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and keep us going. Our listener support is key to us. And those of you out there who have not yet given, please do so. Again, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Devorah says, not sure if you saw the picture of the Knesset lit up an orange on Friday in honor of Kfir Bibas's one-year birthday. Yes, I certainly did. The little redhead is on a lot of people's minds around the world. I can tell you that much, as are so many of the other hostages on our minds at this time. Um, feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Tomorrow, our two Bishvat special, live lunch today, conducted by Yossi Zweig. That's going to happen starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Make sure to join uh, Yossi for that. Um... And uh, that'll be part of our great <coughs> Wednesday programming here at JM in the AM. Galites on the background. We continue to pray for our soldiers. We continue to pray for the hostages, our brothers and sisters being held by the enemy. Is there a possibility for a hostage deal and a ceasefire? It certainly looks more likely than it did yesterday. All of a sudden, Hamas has... Uh, become more amenable, it seems, to possibly making a deal. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday's next. Boker Tov from Jamanian. Galay Tzal, Yerushalayim, Asha'a 2, Shalom Rav, Ba'ulpan, Ran Yovnai, Ima Shekorei Akshav. מספר שיגורים זו מלבנון לעבר מוצב צבאי סמוך לקיבוץ יפתח, אין דיווחים על נפגעים או נזק, ידיעה שמסר כתבנו בצפון, אדר גיציס. עשרות מפגינים הגיעו הבוקר למעבר כרם שלום בניסיון למנוע כניסה של מסעיות הספקה דרך המעבר לרצועת עזה. בתוך כך, ברקע הדיווחים בתקשורת הזרה על עסקת חטופים, גורם מדיני המעורה בפרטים אמר לכתבנו המדיני יניר קוזין, אין טעם להתייחס לפרסומים כי יש כאלה מכל הסוגים והמינים. טרם קיבלנו תשובה רשמית להצעתנו. רב סמל מתקדם במילואים שי ביטון חיון, זיכרונו לברכה, בן 40 מזיכרון יעקב. הובא למנוחות בצהריים בחלקה הצבאית בבית העלמין בעירו. הוא היה לוחם בגדוד 8202 שבחטיבה 261 ונפל באסון קריסת המבנים ברצועה. אחותו ספדה לו. התממת בהם את הערכים האנושיים והבסיסיים והחשובים ביותר. צניעות דרך ארץ, חשיבות וחמלה. החיים בלעדיך היו חסרי משמעות וריקנים. תודה 
בעזה הפגינו הבוקר עשרות תושבי הרצועה נגד חמאס. דובר צה"ל בערבית, אביחי אדרי, התייחס להפגנה סמוך לבית החולים שועדה אל-אקצא בדיר אל-בלח וכתב: בני העם העזתי יצאו להפגין ולהביע את זעמם על המצב שמנהיגי חמאס דחפו אותו אליו. הם דורשים להחזיר את החטופים הישראלים כדי שהמלחמה תיפסק. האם הזעקות והקריאות האלה יגיעו למקום החבואם של מנהיגי חמאס? בדבריו הביא כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. חברת הכנסת טלי גוטליב הפיצה מידע כוזב על ראש המוסד דדי ברנע. המוסד תקף בתגובה ואמר בפעם השנייה היא מפיצה שקרים משוללי כל יסוד. מדווח כתבנו המדיני הניר קוזין. חברת הכנסת גוטליב טענה שבעלה של פרופסור שקמה ברסלר ממובילות המחאה נגד התוכנית המשפטית היה בקשר עם לא אחר מאשר מנהיג חמאס יחיא סינואר. ולכן הוזמנה שקמה ברסלר לפגישה עם ראש המוסד דדי ברנע כשהיא נשענת גוטליב על אתר קיקיוני ולא מוכר. זו פעם שנייה שגוטליב מעלה טענה מופרכת זו, ומהמוסד נמסר, מדובר בידיעה שקרית, ראש המוסד לא נפגש, לא שוחח ולא זימן לפגישה את שקמה ברסלר מעולם. זו פעם שנייה נכתב בהודעת המוסד, שבה חברת הכנסת גוטליב מפיצה שקרים משוללי כל יסוד. שני שוהים בלתי חוקיים נעצרו בתחילת החודש לאחר שגנבו שני כלי רכב מגבעתיים. בחקירתם התגלה כי הם שוחררו בעסקת החטופים לפני חודש וחצי. מדווח כתבנו גל ג'רסי. השניים קטינים בני 15, תושבי השטחים ששהו בארץ בניגוד לחוק. השניים נעצרו בתום מרדף לאחר שגנבו שני כלי רכב בגבעתיים. שני הצעירים ישבו בכלא הישראלי בעבר, עד שלפני כחודשיים שוחררו כחלק מהעסקה לשחרור החטופים. יחידת התביעות של משטרת מחוז תל אביב הגישה נגד השניים כתבי אישום, וכן בקשה למעצר עד תום ההליכים נגדם. ברוסיה מטוס תובלה רוסי התרסק שעליו עשרות שבועי מלחמה אוקראינים. במוסקבה סוברים שטילים אוקראינים נורו לעבר המטוס. מדווח כתב החדשות החוץ ברק בטש. בסוכנות הידיעות הממלכתית של רוסיה מסרו בשם משרד ההגנה כי המטוס שהתרסק באזור בלגורוד הסמוכה לגבול נשא 74 אנשים, מתוכם 65 שבועי מלחמה אוקראינים שהיו אמורים להיות מוחלפים בשבועים רוסים במסגרת עסקה. במשרד ההגנה לא ציינו את סיבת ההתרסקות, אך מחוקקים בבית הנבחרים הרוסי אמרו כי שלושה טילים הפילו את המטוס. בקרמלין הגיבו כי הם בודקים את המקרה. ומזג האוויר גשום בצפון הארץ ובמרכזה. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. Oh, nothing is going the way it should You're trying to do the best you could Lift up your eyes to the sky Your life's in His hands Trust in Him And He will reply Guiding All your steps, always at your side You are His joy and pride And don't you know, you're never alone It doesn't matter where you are There's nothing in His eyes more special than you Oh, wherever 
times when you're feeling all alone, alone. Mm, you need some happiness to call your own. Oh, nothing is going the way it should. You're trying to do the best you
J.M. in the A.M. with Sandy Shmueli. Eilecha uh, is the name of that one. Al Yisrael done by Lipa. You heard Shmueli Schneider's cover of You're Never Alone here at J.M. in the A.M. Good morning. Welcome to a Wednesday, everybody, on the 24th of January, day number 14 in the month of Shvat. Tonight is Tu B'Shvat. Tu B'Shvat Chag La'ilanot. It begins tonight. Tomorrow we do our Tubishvat special. Rabbi Benji Kramer is going to join me for that tomorrow between 6 and 9 a.m. Make sure to be tuned in right here at JM in the a.m. Check out our community calendar. There are a couple of events up there that you're going to want to uh, explore. NahumSiegel.com slash community dash calendar. Again, NahumSiegel.com slash community dash calendar. On February the 2nd, the JEC Almora Avenue Shul has their experience Elizabeth Shabbaton. That'll be the second and third uh, that's coming up. Details there on the website. Again, NahumSiegel.com slash community dash calendar. The fireside chat with Jason Greenblatt that's happening at the Unusual of East Brunswick happens on Saturday night, February the 3rd. That's up there as well. If you go to the uh, community calendar, NahumSiegel.com slash community dash calendar. And on February the 8th in Teaneck, New Jersey, they're having an LOL night of comedy to benefit Gears. Uh, we'll talk more about that next week. It's February the 8th, the event. And again, just go to uh, NahumSiegel.com slash community dash calendar, and all the details are there on the website for you to explore. This portion of NSN programming is brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dogs, Sausage and Deli is the world's best, serving the kosher world since 1954 and available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. And as we get closer and closer to the championship games this Sunday, make sure you have plenty of delicious A&H hot dogs and knockwurst and salami to serve to your family. After all, you don't want to invite them over for a day of football and God forbid not have the best treats available. Try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM. This is Ben Sion Klatsko. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. 
jam in the AM. We call, <coughs> excuse me, we call that Schmolik dance. Uh, done by Schmolik Klein here at JM in the AM. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, the weather always catches up to me at some point. Um, those of you around the world may not realize that we've been through over the last week or so sub-freezing temperatures in the New York, New Jersey area. And it doesn't sound like I have a cold, but uh, there's something going on. Anyway, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. JMM, good morning with the Shmulek dance, as we just described. Before that, you had uh, Benzion uh, Klatsko with Bishem Hashem. JMM, with a reminder that tomorrow is our two Bishvat special, which means, right, Benji Kramer is going to join me, and we will try to celebrate two Bishvat together, as we have always served as a bridge between Israel and the diaspora will explain how Tu B'Shvat has always been a bridge between Israel and the diaspora. That'll be coming up tomorrow. Make sure to be tuned in for our Tu B'Shvat special right here at JM in the AM. Full schedule today, including Yossi's Wag and a Wednesday live lunch. that's going to be happening starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Those of you who have not yet given to our uh, 40th anniversary campaign, all I could say is please do so. Please give and please give generously. Uh, 40 years of providing all the great programming that we do every single day, including our broadcasts from Israel and many other parts of the world as well. But right now, we're so focused on the Holy Land. Give what you can. Support us. Become a partner in the work that goes on here every single day. FJBUnity.org. Again, FJBUnity.org. And we thank you. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas HaRav Zebin, Rabbi and Zechonishmas Esther Bas, Rabbi Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in Vayikra, Eish Tamid Tukad Al Mispeach, Loisich A permanent fire shall remain aflame on top of the Mispeach. It shall not be extinguished. We learn in Perkeavos, Asora Nisim Nasul Avoseinu, there were ten miracles performed for our ancestors, Bebeis Mikdosh in the Beis Mikdosh. And the rains never extinguished the fire of the Atze Marocha, the wood for the Mizbeach. The great Gon, Reb Chaim Valozhner, asks, We know that there is nothing that Hashem cannot do. Hashem could have ensured that no rain should fall on the Mizbeach at all. Then each time when the rain fell, there would be no need for a special miracle that the fire of the Mizbeach would not become extinguished. Rav Chaim Valozhner answers, It's intended to teach us the proper way that a person should conduct themselves in this world. No matter what happens, no matter the challenge, no matter the conditions, one should never lose their footing, their maimed in Avodos HaKodesh. One must remain steadfast in their holy work. Just like the fire would constantly burn on Mizbeach, and even the strongest rains weren't able to douse the fire, so too, as difficult as certain periods may be in our lives, we must maintain our balance and not veer even slightly from the path of Avodos Hashem. All of Klau Yisrael was shocked and deeply saddened to hear of the 24 tzaddikim, kiddoshim, the soldiers that were narag yesterday. Each of them was like the fire on the Mizbeach. 
They remained constant. They maintained their balance. They didn't veer even slightly from their great Mesiras Nefesh and Avodos Hashem. Eich naflu giborim. Friday night, in the middle of our tefillos, we quote the Mishnah in Shabbos, there are three things that a person has to say in their house on Erev Shabbos on Friday. Those three things are Did you remember to take Miser? Have you made the Eruv? And finally, Light the candle. The great tzaddik, the Tzvi Atzadik, says the following. Sometimes it happens, isartem, that miser is taken, that tithe is taken in Shemayim, and the great tzaddik, or tzaddikas, is taken from our world. How do we respond? The Mishnah tells us, Eravtem, you've got to come a little bit closer you have to join in together. The community needs to be more unified. Hadliku esaner, and light that beautiful candle, that flame that shone so brilliantly throughout the life of each and every one of the Chayalim. Make sure that that light continues to shine in this world. Each Chayal was a beacon of light for our world. May their memory be a blessing for all of Klau Yisrael. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Bisuros tovos, Yeshuos v'nechamos. J.M. in the A.M. on a um, Wednesday morning broadcast. Reminder, tomorrow is our Tubishvat special here at J.M. in the A.M. Well, Rabbi Goldwasser made a commitment, as he has said publicly on more than one occasion. He made a commitment to keep our soldiers and our hostages at the forefront every time he speaks on this program. And I have to thank him not only for that commitment and for doing it every day, but in light of the circumstances of the news from yesterday, uh, what he said today was extremely meaningful, to say the least. So big yeshikoch to Rabbi Goldwasser. We continue to pray for our soldiers. We continue to pray for our hostages who are being held by the enemy. J.M. and the A.M. on a Wednesday morning broadcast. Again, a reminder, Tubishvat special is tomorrow. We get an opportunity to talk about how they used to bridge the gap between Israel and the diaspora. Now, people utilize JM and the AM to do that. But in the old days, they would use Tubishvat to connect to the Holy Land when being outside of Israel. Tomorrow, right, Benji Kramer is going to join us, and we'll do our Tubishvat special right here at JM and the AM. We have two special guests with us live via telephone. CEO of OHEL, David Mandel, is with us live via telephone. And the founder of CCSA, Communities Confronting Substance Abuse and Addiction. Leanne Foreman is with us live via telephone. It's not just a conversation about an important community initiative. It's a conversation about uh, about a partnership that's been formed uh, that could only enhance uh, the work that's being done in our community um, in the future, to say the least. David Mandel, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. 
Good morning, Nachum. Thank you very much. And those words that you just said about Achena B'nai Israel, our soldiers and everyone supporting them is so important. They're never present in all of our minds. No question about it. Thousands of miles away, we need to make a very, very special effort to keep our brothers and sisters in mind. And Leanne Foreman, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you. Pleasure to be back. Leanne, why don't we start with you? You'll give us a, a, an overview of the organization and its work, and then we'll turn to David, and uh, and he'll tell us why this partnership is uh, so vital to have been formed and what the vision is going forward. Remind our audience, what is CCSA, Communities Confronting Substance Abuse and Addiction? I'm going to correct you just with one word, which is abuse. We actually don't use the word abuse in our title. It's Communities Confronting Substance Use and Addiction. Oh, okay. Sorry about um, that. Abuse happens to be a little bit of a stigmatizing term, so we've, we've moved away from that. Um, but as you know, Nachum, because we've had this conversation a few times, my husband and I personally went through addiction in our family. Our oldest daughter, who is, thank God, seven years in recovery now, wow. um, experienced addiction during her college years. Um, we had a couple of near misses in terms of having her in our lives. It was a very difficult time for us personally. And what we found very quickly is that addiction is a very, as I said before, stigmatized topic. We felt very isolated and alone. Um, in 2018, ETL and I decided to come forward with our story. We live in Teaneck. We held an event. That event was attended in person by over 700 people and online another 300 people. We were streaming it. We had many people speaking at that event about addiction from various perspectives, including Rabbi Larry Rothbach, who I am forever grateful to um, for speaking up about this important topic in our community. And it was really something to open up people's eyes that this is something that affects many, many people. It's a community issue and that we need to have more dialogue around it. One of the things that came out of that evening, besides our support group, which we are still running in support of families who are, have loved ones struggling with this and siblings who are struggling with this, um, is school-based programming, which is our prevention education curriculum. And we started going to schools back in 2019, and we've experienced tremendous, tremendous growth since then, which I can talk about as this dialogue continues with you. Well, the estimate is that you've already reached 18,000 students. That would be from which grade to which grade? We're currently in 6th through 12th grade with a differentiated curriculum. We also present to parents and faculty with parent workshops and faculty training. And since the inception, let's say 2019-2020, is when we started going to schools just in Bergen County. We were in eight schools then. We're in over 75 schools now, targeting at least another five new schools in the next couple of months. Um, and I actually did the recount last night just to make sure I had my facts correct. And by the by February 1st, we'll be in, in 78 schools and we'll have educated and impacted almost 19,000 kids. Pretty amazing. Leanne Foreman and David Mandel uh, there with us here live via telephone. So, David, what is a partnership with CCSA, and why is an OLCCSA partnership so important? First, I would like to publicly uh, compliment Leanne and EPL, her husband, uh, 
the words NCCSA confronting is just what they did back in 2018. They confronted their own personal situation publicly, which is very difficult for people to do, um, regardless of circumstances that may go on in the privacy of their home with their family, with their children, whatever may be going on. So they're confronting their their extremely important situation with their daughter. I mean, you, you know, you use the word enemies. Our hostages are held by the enemies in Israel. We're being attacked by the enemies. And, and um, not to use that word lightly, there are many enemies in this world, in this situation. And certainly having a... Um, a family member who has an addiction to drugs and to quote Leanne, what she said a few minutes ago in which they almost lost their daughter to an enemy you confronted. So Kolokovod, the synergy with CCSA and OHEL when Leanne came to OHEL and had a conversation with us is that um, um, we work in schools on many levels, locally, regionally, around the country. Leanne works with schools locally, regionally, and around the country. Secondly, Leon, Leanne has a very strong professional model of training. And professionalism is something that Ogel values very strongly. She is a professional. Her curriculum, her, her colleagues, Everything is done at the highest level professional. And third, Leanne does work on a prevention mode, hopefully preventing substance abuse. It complements OHEL's work in our outpatient substance use disorder for those individuals who need help, who need outpatient treatment. So Leanne's work, our staff's work, OHEL's work, complements each other on many levels and we're extremely happy to be collaborating working together with Leanne locally and around the country. Leanne is CCSA's network going to get uh, more robust and and grow much quicker now because of this partnership? I certainly hope so. I think OHO has a fantastic reputation. I think there are schools and communities um, that we haven't even touched yet, that certainly bringing in the OHEL name will enhance our ability oh, to expand. Right. Um, we are, you know, we, we're really, literally coast to coast at this point. We've moved into San Diego, Atlanta, Cleveland. We're expanding in South Florida. OHEL is expanding in South Florida. We're doing a lot of important work down there. I think last year we were in three schools there. This year we're in at least 10. Um, and so that growth and that expansion can only be enhanced and hopefully multiplied. And, and you that. and you raise such an important point, which just hit me as you said it. Uh, there are schools, not a criticism, just a reality. There are schools that would really hesitate to bring a program like this into their schools, and you desperately know how desperately it is needed in all these schools. And as you said, the OHEL name can only open up doors, can only expand the reach in terms of schools that might hesitate or may not think that there's a professional long-term name behind it. Now you have a partnership that includes all of that. 100%. What is the curriculum, by the way, 
Is it one hour? Is it a one-hour visit to a school? Is it uh, you know, videos and lectures? What, what is the curriculum when you walk into a school or the professionals that you work with walk into a school and want to make a difference and want to make these kids aware of what they are facing out, uh, out, out there? So the model that we created really started with Ilana, our daughter, and another young man who was in recovery um, in Bergen County. Like I said, we started bringing in young people in recovery with firsthand lived experience with addiction to tell their story, which is a very critical part of our education just because we want people to understand it does happen in the Jewish community. It happened to me. This is how it happened to me. This is the choices I made when I was your age, and this is what it led to. Not to scare them, but to really give them the facts. However, that absent the actual education, the science behind addiction, understanding the danger of using substances, how it affects the brain and the body as, as a child is developing, learning about resilience, coping skills, peer pressure, all that. That is very, very critical. And I wanted to wed the two things, the, the personal impactful story with the journey of addiction to the science of addiction and to make sure we're giving a proper education. Everything is based on evidence-based prevention education models. Um, like David said, I'm very thorough and professional in how I approach this. And the curriculum itself, 6th through 12th grade, is a differentiated curriculum. So every grade gets a different program. We come in once, but we can come in multiple times if the school wants us to. We have supplementary programs. But typically, with our busy yeshiva education system, schools yeah. are able to give us one slot. Right. Um, for 6th, 7th, and 8th graders, it's a shorter program. You have less attention span. For ninth through 12th graders, it's a longer program. So anywhere from, let's say, 60 minutes to an hour and a half. And the other thing that we introduced last year and we're very, very proud of is something called Fatal Vision Goggles, which are goggles that mimic the physical impairment of either being high on marijuana, on weed, or being drunk, being impaired by alcohol. And we have the kids, and we do this in 10th grade specifically because they're starting to be exposed more to substances. They're getting behind the wheel. Um, so we want them to understand the dangers of being impaired, and we have them do very simple tasks like walking a straight line, building a pyramid with cups, throwing a, a ball into a basket. And then we have them put the goggles on and try it again. And they are able to compare, at least physically, how those substances could potentially impair their reaction time, coordination, judgment, perception. Unbelievable. I need both of you to comment on this. Um, Leanne, I will start with you. I, I would imagine that in the... Um uh, in, in our community, uh, it's a real generalization, but I think to a degree it's true in most cases. Um, parents must be thanking you like crazy because this is a conversation that, frankly, they know they need to have with their children, yet they're so happy they don't have to have it because you're having it. Do you get what I mean? Um, I think they are hopefully grateful. There, there are a lot of issues there and I could go on for, you know, the next hour, but the show is only so long. Um, <laughs> there are a lot of issues with parents um, in terms of how they communicate it, also in terms of how they model their own behavior with substances. And we talk about that. We never preach abstinence, but when we do a parent workshop, we talk about modeling healthy behaviors with substances and we talk about how we can introduce this topic, right? So we call it giving a gift. When we speak to parents and we present it to their children, we tell them, we've now handed you a gift. We, you can come home and say, I had a CCSA program. 
I know you did too. How was your program? And we actually, in our parent workshop, have a resource and skills building exercise where we talk about introductory statements, questions. How can you talk to your child? How can you get your child to talk to you? I call it creating the triangle of trust between the school, the parents, and the, and the child because we want them to have, we're not there 365 days out of the year. We want them to have that conversation with each other. We want the child, if there is a struggle of any kind, substances or other mental health issues, to be able to turn to a trusted adult. And we talk about that strenuously from sixth grade on. Look around the room. Hopefully it's your parents that you're turning to, but if it's not a guidance counselor, a teacher, somebody who that child can go to if they're struggling or if they know someone's struggling, and we have real-life anecdotal evidence that it works because we've had many, many schools call us after the fact and say somebody approached us, somebody came to us, we were able to get them the help they needed or their friend the help that they needed. So, you know, we are making a difference in that way, and I hope that it continues. David Mandel, uh, you and I have discussed for many, many years uncomfortable conversations that parents uh, have to have with their children. We've discussed this in, in many arenas of Jewish life and life in general. What what do you think about parents who now slightly, at the minimum, rely on CCSA to have this conversation with their children? The legalization of cannabis, of marijuana in New York and in many parts of the country have made this conversation even more complex because now, not only um, young adults or parents of various ages um, able to use it legally, no one needs to hide it, um, so can an adolescent, um, a 10-year-old, a 16-year-old, a 22-year-old say to their parents, well, it's legal. Right. It's legal in New York, it's legal in New Jersey, it's legal in half the country and getting more legal. New York state is about to issue uh, licenses to very large companies, real estate hotel companies for the legalization of gambling. And we will have gambling somewhere. It may be in Midtown Manhattan. It may be in Coney Island. It will be in upstate New York. It may be in the Catskills. A conversation that's been going on for 10 years um, in front of the governor and you know, it's interesting that when the governor issues licenses for gambling, at the same time, they also put in money into the budget for organizations to do prevention work <laughs> on gambling <laughs> and to do work with individuals who are addicted to gambling to get them out. In our field, uh, the work that Leanne and Ohel does is something called comorbidity co-occurring disorders. Individuals that are addicted to gambling may also be addicted to drugs. Individuals that are addicted to drugs also are addicted to stealing because you need to have the money in order to um, access what you need. So the Wall Street Journal had a very, very smart, deep article a couple of days ago on cannabis. The world believes that the majority of people die from an overdose of fentanyl. 115,000 in each of the last three years in America died from fentanyl-related deaths. Fentanyl, of course, is a synthetic 
that drug dealers put into what they sell to make it more potent, right. to make you higher quickly, to make you more addicted. So it's a business cycle where you come back and you buy more drugs and so many people die. The Wall Street Journal spoke about cannabis, marijuana, weed, that does not have fentanyl, but on its own is so powerful, potent these days, that some cannabis on its own can create severe brain damage. Wow. Psychosis, a psychotic effect, un, not understood by people. So this is, without being an alarmist, and we generally are not, what Leanne does, what her team does, is provide information. But people also need to understand that with the legalization of marijuana, with the legalization of gambling, with co-occurring disorders, we're entering a new era. Mm -hmm. That's the education that students and parents need to know. We, of course, never say use responsibly. Parents would not appreciate our saying to people use responsibly. But how many stories have you and others read, Nachum, in which a child died accidentally from having an edible teddy bear? Yeah. Because it was not a candy teddy bear. Right. No, no I, jokes. No jokes on that. So it's a serious. No, I hear conversation. it. And plus, you could, of course, add the whole attraction to uh, alcohol in our community as well. That doesn't help the situation, to say the least. Uh, to bring the program to your school or community, everybody. And by the way, this is a good opportunity. As the next semester is being set up, be in touch with the people who take care of programming at the elementary, middle, and the high school level in our community and certainly principals and teachers that you think would be amenable to this. As Leanne suggested earlier, it's not always easy to get a slot in our schools because we are so, thank God, over-programmed with so many amazing things. But, Baruch Hashem, there are schools that do make room for the life-saving programs. So if you want to bring this program, uh, courtesy of OHEL and CCSA, to your school or community, you could dial 347 675 Three seven four four three four seven six seven five three seven four four. Leanne, I'm right, right? The the schools, thank God, in our community, still they do find a slot for you somewhere when it comes to life saving, right? Thank God, thank God. It's, <laughs> thank it's God. important, and it 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 doesn't take a long time, and it's not a big investment, but it it has long term returns. No question about it. Look, you're doing amazing work. We uh, are glad that we could feature it whenever we have the opportunity. Everybody out there, uh, bring uh, the CCSA program uh, to your school or community by dialing 347-675-3744, 347-675-3744. And, Leanne, you can definitively say, and I know people may not, uh, may not get how, just how accurate this is, but you could definitively say that lives have been saved because of this program. Thank you, Nakam. David Mandel, I think you agree as well. This program saves lives. This program makes a major impact on our community. Nakam, we uh, like to say that um, the, the entire totality of our work only needs to help one person. It does. You never know when it is, right. who it is, 
That's right. But without a doubt, um, any conversation we have only needs to help one person. You know, Dr. Abraham Tversky, Oliver Shalom, whose name should be mentioned in any conversation like this, who found a gateway in Pittsburgh, the first program 40 years ago, 40 years ago was speaking in the Jewish community and the film community in every Jewish community around the country that it was an alcohol treatment, outpatient treatment program we have. And he said at that time, you know, whatever goes on in the general population also goes on and the Jewish population goes on in the Orthodox population, yeshivish, Hasidish, modern Orthodox and so on and so forth. He was the, uh, 40 years ago speaking about these issues that everyone is speaking right now. Yeah. So it's, uh, Good to acknowledge the work that he did, which all of us are following. And yes, without a question, Leanne's work and Oho's work and her very competent staff are helping families. It's a new partnership, Ohel and CCSA, uh, Communities Confronting Substance Use and Addiction. And to bring the program to uh, a school near you, uh, dial 347-675-3744, 347-675-3744. David Mandel, I thank you, and uh, Leanne Foreman, I thank you. Continue your amazing work on behalf of our community. Thank you. Basarat Tovot. Amen, and thank you for that. More coming up. You're listening to America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and AlchemSingle.com, and the AlchemSingle Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Yeah. 
the highest, standing on the shoulders of giants. How can we even compare to elders wise and so pious? But in this hour, what person's power? No generation has ever seen. Do you know what one pure deed could mean? Do you know what one pure deed could mean? It could be you, it can be us. What you can't do is glorious. The Can make tomorrow's front page. Is there anything you would change if you knew you were on the world stage? Shage. No more escaping. The world is waiting for you to hear the call. Will you make the choice to change it all? Will you make the choice to change it all? It can be you, it could be us. What you can do is glorious. Across the planet, across the whole world. There's no denial that you're so vital to the people you come from. They're all hoping you'll be the one. Moi, Daniel, 
ביקש למצוא אותך באסתרה שבתוך האסתרה לגלות שוב בעצמי אהבה שבתוך האהבה כי איפה אני, איפה אתה, מה עם הלב הזה שכפה מייחל שוב אל החום איפה אני, איפה אתה, מה עם הלב הזה שעבד רק רוצה למצוא מקום ותכף יבקעו המים, כל מים שבעולם תכף יפתחו שמיים, כל שמיים שבאדם ותכף יפתח J.M. in the A.M. with Ishai Rebo and Techef Yipatach. Before that, uh, Arla Samet and Shlemy Gertner together with Modani. It could be you, done by Yaakov Shweki and the Solomon Brothers at Ain to open up the hour here at J.M. in the A.M. This portion of NSN programming is brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount on all Abel's and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net with promo code RADIO. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try 
A&H today. You'll be glad you did. And as I said earlier, Championship Sunday is this Sunday. There will be people who will be uh, entertaining folks, family and friends, to watch a little football, get their mind off of what's going on in this crazy world of ours. Make sure you serve up some delicious A&H hot dogs and knockwurst and salami, all the good, all the goodies, all the delicacies for your family and friends. Try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. JM and AM, good morning. Check out our community calendar online, nachomsigl.com slash community dash calendar. The Jason Greenblatt event at the unusual of East Brunswick is up there for next Saturday night. You'll see it there. The uh, Shabbaton, the experience Elizabeth Shabbaton, is happening at the JC, JEC Elmora Avenue Shul, February 2nd and 3rd. That's up there on the community calendar. As is the LOL Night of Comedy to Benefit Gears, which happens February the 8th here in Teaneck, New Jersey. Go to NahumSiegel.com slash community dash calendar and check out all of those events. And if you have something for our community calendar, just write to Avrami. He'll take good care of you. AF at NahumSiegel.com. AF at NahumSiegel.com. More coming up at JM in the AM. JM in the AM with uh, Jonathan Sheinfeld. It's called Rigaim here on a Wednesday morning broadcast. Tomorrow is Tu B'Shvat. That's right. It starts tonight. Tomorrow, our Tu B'Shvat special here at JM in the AM. Make sure to be tuned in. Right, Benji Kramer is going to join me. We will try to bridge the gap between Israel and the diaspora the same way that uh, our predecessors for many centuries utilized Tu B'Shvat to bridge the gap between the diaspora and the land of Israel. We do the same thing on a daily basis, of course, here at JM and the AM. But we'll commemorate Tu B'Shvat, a day so important in um, the last few hundred years to the Jewish world, tomorrow right here at JM and the AM. Join us 
for our two Bishvat special. JM in the AM Wednesday, Rabbi Ruvi New is with us live via telephone. He is the rabbi of Chabad of East Boca down in Florida. And um, he, we have a Jewish music. We've had him on before. We have a Jewish music angle to this conversation because a couple of months ago, he released a song that is a direct byproduct of uh, giving comfort to those who've suffered uh, through the uh, some of the terrible tragedies of this war. And we'll explain exactly what we mean coming up. Rabbi Ruvi New, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, good welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. This is the week where you're probably seeing a lot of uh, our colleagues from the New York, New Jersey area down in East Boca. Have you noticed that there might be some New Yorkers down in Florida this week? <laughs> Only slightly. It's the Shiva Week in Beijing. You can say that again. Uh, so, <laughs> and, with all, and with all the places that people are going to, some even shows Israel, believe it or not. But with all the places that people are going to, I don't think anything compares to what you're going through, right? But, uh, you know, Baruch Hashem, we see that uh, as part of our shlichus to be able to accommodate people, whether they're locals or whether they're visiting, and uh, whatever time we have with them, give them the best time we can. I hear it, and they're certainly giving you a challenge these days. So I think I was on your trip. Uh, This story that you're about to tell us took place right after the war started. I was on that flight where um, it it felt like I was one of the Chabad shluchim, frankly, because it was a a group of shluchim who went immediately, um, Chabad emissaries, who went immediately to Israel to offer comfort, to help out in whatever way possible, to show solidarity, etc., and um, it, it was a pretty impressive journey. I mean, you, you guys did a, a, some amazing things and met some incredible people. And this is where the Sheer Shel Adi, Adi's song, comes from. Tell us what you remember about that trip, and then we'll talk about Adi and her family. So uh, the trip happened very quickly and uh, organically. It was 10 days after Simplistera. And a couple of the Shlokham chats, people started, you know, floating the idea of, uh, you know, making a trip. And um, within within like two days, uh, like about 28 guys signed up, and, you know, a few days later, yeah. we were on a plane, um, packed up whatever supplies um, we could. Um, I actually have a son-in-law on the idea if the unit needed some bunch of tactical uh, equipment, which we were able to procure. Um, we packed up and uh, and off we went. Not you know not entirely sure what we were uh, going to encounter. You know it was all so so soon, and uh, we got we got a very quick reality check as to what's going on there. Uh, within three hours, we were at a kibbutz called Kibbutz Shayim, which is just outside Tel Aviv. The entire kibbutz was taken over by people from Kfar Aza. They lost dozens of people and many more kidnapped. We came there, and so you know the, the kibbutz is beautiful. You know, out the hotel also, and outdoors, a large grassy area, and there's uh, you know a whole bunch of people sitting in circles, 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 circles. And if you didn't know any better, you'd look at this and think, "Wow, beautiful picnic scene! All these different families sitting together." Of course, the Chmalot they're all sitting shiva, one wow. one after the other after the other. It was just, it was, it was just, you know, surreal. <sighs> so we went, you know, from, from family to family, and and heard, you know, just stories of, of, of tragedy and, and miraculous survival. I mean, almost 
on anyone sitting shiva, either the person being murdered or, you know, was right outside the safe the safety room. So um, it was just surreal. And, uh, you know, one guy said, I, I said to one guy, um, I said to him, you know, he came, he started, you know, to be together with you in your tzad, in your grief, in your, in your distress. And he says, this is very nice. Appreciate it. So I just want you to know, by the way, I'm just, I'm an atheist. He says in Israel, in the, in the, he said, I want you to know, don't need you guys to come down and be in a place of tsar. Why not? We need you to lift us up. Cloudy soul needs you to pick us up and, um, and, and give us, you know, hope and inspiration. And, uh, that, that really became our, our mandate. <laughs> this, and, and this was the lesson you learned from the atheist, huh? <laughs> The, the you know first this is this is the classic Yiddish atheist. First of all, he's sitting shiva for his mother, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's sitting shiva. Yeah, he, he, she was he was of course murdered, and then he's giving us the marching orders. He's telling you, you have to lift up, close yourself. Unbelievable, so, unbelievable. You know. Rabbi Ruvi knew is with us live via telephone. By the way, only this week can even slightly compare to the experience that you would describe because obviously. So many families are sitting Shiva in Israel this week, and God knows how many good people are, in fact, traveling all over the place to offer comfort. So is this where you met uh, Adi's family? No. Actually, um, we, we went to the Shamron, and uh, they live in a, in a small town um, in, uh, in the Shamron. And they had, they had just actually just finished uh, getting up from Shiva, and that's where we that's where we met them, and um, just an unbelievable people, people with such emuna and talking. I mean, this was such a tragic story. That their daughter, um, she actually she was not called up. The father of Rome was called up, um, and in Shmona, she actually wasn't. But she insisted that she wanted to, um, you know, reenlist. So she has she has a lot of uh, experience in, in the field of uh, multimedia, and so they said we're going to send you to Stilot to um, help with the security center there and and uh, the monitors all over Stilot and whatever. And a family friend said he'll take her down and guarantee her safety. And as they're approaching Stilot, um, you know, there's a siren, rocket. They jump out of the vehicle. The rock, he jumps on top of her to protect her. And you know the rocket landed um, right right next to them. Unfortunately, you know shrapnel. Um, oh. She was injured by the shrapnel in, in her head. He he survived, um, and unfortunately she uh, she died. And uh, he uh, the family the, the parents are telling us that he's in the hospital right now, and he's, he's telling people doesn't want to see them. He can't live with himself. But you know he, he promised to bring their daughter home safe, oh. and uh, he didn't deliver. And the family, the couple, were telling us, we sent a message back to him that we love him and we know that he did everything that he possibly could and we want to come and hug him and thank him. So, you know, it's just a, a incredible. Like, you know, we, we said, God, we're coming to inspire people and that, that the reality is we're so inspired by the Amuna, by the Bitochen, by the resilience, by the... Yeah. By the, the Eagle kites of these people, just yeah. incredible. Well said. Well said. Seems to be the thread that goes through all of these amazing brothers and sisters that we have. Tell me about the song. How did you discover what the song was all about? <clears throat> so, in the course of um, the conversation with the parents, they, you know, they spoke a lot about their daughter, 
Um, she, uh, she had a lot of joy to view. She was a very special girl. And they discovered on her computer, uh, as they were going through her stuff, that uh, she had written a poem. Um, she had multiple poems, but they, they found this one poem that, you know, jumped out at them because uh, it starts with the words, Ub'im Eitam Amut which means if I if if that happens one day that I die before my time has come. Oh boy! And um, the poem goes on to it's a message to the parents to to live life and to be happy and to look up at the sky every so often and, and should be coming down at them and uh, to live life in the fullest. And you know, it, 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 obviously they were blown away that she had. It, it, Written, thought of writing something like that, and how unfortunately pathetic it, it you know turned out to be. And um, and then in passing, they mentioned you know she she died you know two days after some Costello, and she and they mentioned that her birthday you know she was born on Chavchet Bechashvan, and when I heard that 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 popped because that's that's my birthday as well, yeah. so I I felt some real powerful connection here. So you know, at the end of the day. I couldn't get this, this, this idea that she wrote, uh, you know, a poem like that. And, um, and I thought, you know, I, I, we got to bring this to the world and, um, and turn it into a song. So I got the phone number, I called them the next day, and I asked them permission to, uh, if I could record a song, and they said it would be a tremendous nechama, wow. comfort, and uh, so I, uh, you know, I called my friend Yitzhi Waldner, and um, he wrote a beautiful, beautiful um uh, melody and you know had it produced in Israel by uh, E.T. Barry and uh, you know it was all worth it when I got the, uh, the email from them writing how much they, they love the song and how much Nechamad brought to them and uh, you know for that alone that you know that I was able to give them a little bit of Nechamad a little bit of comfort uh, you know it's worth it well we've played this before but now <laughs> now when we play it it'll have a lot more meaning to say the least it's called Adi's Song, and it's, um, as you heard, composed by Itzi Waldner. She composed the words before her passing, as Rabbi Ruvinu just described. And, of course, Rabbi Ruvinu is the uh, vocalist on this brand-new selection in memory of Adi, and we'll dedicate it to the memory of all the fallen soldiers, all of our brothers and sisters that have given their lives the ultimate sacrifice during these very difficult times. Uh, Rabbi Ruvinu is down in uh, East Boca, Chabad of East Boca. You could visit him. If you're in the Florida area at any time, and I say to you, Ashikoch, for bringing us this inspiring story, we're going to play the song for everybody right now. And uh, what an amazing way to keep someone's memory alive. I can only imagine how much their family appreciated it. Yes, thank you, Rav Nochem, for the opportunity. And uh, hope to be able to be singing sing songs of uh, not only Nechama, but songs of true uh, Simcha. We should see the Gula, we should see the Nitzach and the victory, and we should see no more time. Normal, normal lost lives, and kids of Adam see the see all the families should be reunited. Amen, amen. Those words are so much more meaningful these days. Rabbi Ruvi knew. Song is called Adi's song. Hashir Shel Adi. Here it is at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M., there we go. Adi's song is the name of that one, and of course, Rabbi Ruvi New, who was just with us, brought it to our attention. Pretty amazing. J.M. and the A.M. on a uh, Wednesday, and a reminder that tomorrow is our Tubishvat special. Make sure to be tuned in. Rabbi Benji Kramer is preparing diligently for tomorrow to join us and help us uh, focus on the Holy Land. On a day that, as... Uh, as uh, as much as people in Jewish history have always focused on the Holy Land, Tu B'Shvat was a day they really focused on the Holy Land. So we have to do that tomorrow right here at JM in the AM. Uh, more coming up at JM in the AM. Here's Danny Palgon.
but the spirit of Am Yisrael that will never break. Somehow, even in the darkest moments, Am Yisrael perseveres through it all. Even when the world seems broken, even when the tears don't seem to dry, we will rise above. We will stand as one. I'm Yisrael Chai. Even when the pain feels so heavy, even when it's hard to see the light, we will rise above. We will stand as one. I'm Yisrael Chai. I'm Yisrael. feel so alone but we will rise up united we will get through this as one how even in the darkest moments I'm so perseveres through it all even when the world seems broken even when the tears don't seem to dry Above, we will stand as one. I'm Yisrael Chai. Even when the pain feels so heavy, even when it's hard to see the light, we will rise above. We will stand as one. I'm Yisrael The tears don't seem to dry. We will rise above. We will stand as one. I'm Yisrael Chai. Even when the world seems broken, even when the tears don't seem to dry, we will rise above. We will stand as one. I'm Yisrael Chai. Even when the pain feels so heavy, even when it's hard to see the light, we will rise above, we will stand as one, I'm Yisrael I'm Yisrael I'm Yisrael Kimbo, 
לכם בחסדכו, על עמכו, על עמכו צורנו, על ציון משכן, משכן כבודכו, צבול בייס תפארתנו.
بخیم به خسته خو الان بخواد سورینو اوی 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 الان بخواد سورینو آتسی این میشکم که یه واید خوز بول بیز تیفت هینو J.M. in the A.M. Avremel, Rachem Bechazdecha. Before that, Mordechai ben David. And Eitz Chaim, that's a good Tu B'Shvat song, Eitz Chaim, yeah. The trees and all that. Uh, tu B'Shvat special tomorrow here at JM in the A. Make sure to join us. Right, Benji Kramer is preparing diligently for tomorrow's program. Make sure to um, be tuned in between 6 and 9 a.m. as we go through the amazing and incredible celebration of Tu B'Shvat. Even in these trying times, we've got to celebrate at the appropriate times. Tomorrow is certainly a good idea, and we'll do it right here at JM in the AM. Uh, yes, he's Weig, Wednesday live lunch, coming up at 11 a.m. Eastern time right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Join him for that and all of our great programming all through the day. Here's more from Mordechai Ben David at JM in the AM.
Yeah. 
Shmakalenu with that classic Lamana Chai, Mordechai Ben David before that with the Fast Oldies off of the Around the Year album. Boy, that takes us back. And I thank you for tuning in. Achinu Yisrael and Achim Achim, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Round the world, the WebMinachimSingle.com and the NachimSingle Network, and of course, in the beloved NSN app. Tomorrow, it's our Tu B'Shvat special, right? Benji Kramer is going to join me here at JMDM. Make sure to be tuned in. Yes, he's wagging a Wednesday live lunch. Starts at 11 a.m. Eastern time right here today on the Nachum Siegel Network. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.